Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Freedom Podcast. We're excited today to get to spend some time with you. We're going to be talking about the month of ER. Now, uh, that's I-Y-A-R. It's the Hebraic month that we're just now entering into. Our assignment from the Lord in this season especially is to help God's people, God's triumphant reserve, continually align with heaven's timing and purposes so that we can experience the fullness of the blessings of God in our life. And so thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Beverly and I are going to be sharing these few moments together. And Beverly, it's a cool day to be alive. It is. It really is. And I love everything about this month. Uh, we're in the the themes of Aviv, right? So Nissan was the month of redemption. IR is a month of transition. Uh, it's a house, a tent, a household. It's a new beginning. It's the letter of life. Uh, the letter for the month is Chet, which is number eight, which is all about new beginnings. And a fence, a chamber, a heart to protect or separate, which I love. A lot of good symbols in this month. Yes. Did you want me to read a poem again today? I do. I love it when you read a poem, but you jump right into the month there. Well, I couldn't help it. It's because my poem ties in with the tradition. Okay. Transition, which is where I was headed with that and wanted to lead right into in a breath. Some days are just better. You know, as thoughts run unfiltered, there's a hint of something in the air that invites taking a dare. Doing something else for a change, that's what's expected, so rearrange. Moments in time that seem brighter, even the atmosphere is lighter. Things that once mattered in the extreme have taken on the quality of a dream. In minds, distant recesses, wasted energy on others' messes. Vestiges, dregs washed away with an unfolding new day. In a breath, life becomes so bright, the difference between day and night. Like breathed-in sea salt air, open this gift with care. Almost transcendental in scope, life wrapped in hope. Wow, beautiful. Well, you see why I had to set it up, because it's just the perfect transition poem. That is awesome. Life wrapped up in hope. That's what we're experiencing in the month of ER. Now, just to give you a quick foundational uh, teaching on the Hebraic thought of these months, obviously there's 12 months in each year. There's 12 tribes a- attached to each and every these once, month. Every, each and every month, there's 12 constellations each month. The, the heavens are speaking something differently. Revelation says there's 12 uh, trees on the river of life in heaven in the spirit, each bearing fruit each and every month for the healing of the nations. Also, this concept, head of the month, Rosh Kadesh uh, in Hebrew, this is when they were accustomed, the people of Israel, to going to the prophets so that they could hear and clearly understand what God was saying in that particular month. If you were to go and reread the story of Elijah the prophet, and when his servant, the woman that was coming because her son had passed away, his servant said, I don't know why she's here because it's not the new moon. It's not Rosh Kadesh. And so we see there was a clear understanding that uh, prophetic insight was available during this time each and every month. It's actually a spiritual portal. Ezekiel 46, 1 through 3 says, at every Sabbath and every new moon, the gate is open and it remains open for 24 hours. There's a 24-hour portal available to us each and every new moon, uh, biblically speaking, so that we can receive fresh insight and revelation from heaven to prepare 
propel us into our purpose, into our destiny. And so uh, there's a book we have actually that explains this in depth called Alignment. You can get it at lifeoffreedom.site, lifeoffreedom.site. The way we were taught and trained to celebrate each Rosh Kadesh, and we do, we just pause and we take time. Try to invite some friends, family to join us, celebrate the goodness of God, share a meal, have communion, and uh, listen for what the Holy Spirit would speak and say to us out of the principles of that month, and then step into the blessings of that to apply it. We also offer a first and a best first fruits offering each and every month. It's a first. It doesn't matter how much. It's just a first to say, Lord, we're tapping into this by faith. According to Proverbs 3, honor the Lord with your substance, the first fruit of your increase. Your barn shall be filled with plenty. Your presses shall burst forth with new wine. So if you'd like to participate in First Fruits with us, there's a link there that if you're watching that you can give. If not, you can go to lifeoffreedom.site or wordalive.org, and you can give on, uh, online and take a step in First Fruits. If you've never done it before, try it. You'll like it. Well, we are seeing so many testimonies, and I heard such a great testimony from Rick and Jana Branch on Sunday, and I'm going to get them to put that together for us because I'd like to share it. It was so powerful. They've been with us. I think they got here six months after we started, so for 23 years, and they said that they have learned so much, and now they cannot wait to give. So this is a principle that really is life-changing, and the benefits are just out outstanding, really, when you just follow the appointed times of God and give when you're supposed to. Beverly, you hit some of the highlights of the month uh, as you begin to move into the, uh, take us into the month of uh, you are this tribe this month is Issachar. Yes. And that's a very important tribe because Issachar understood the times and seasons uh, of God. They knew what God was saying and how to act in that. I think that's a powerful point. Well, I love everything about this because this is the month of redemption. And so it, this is so cool because the actual scripture says in Genesis 49, 14 through 15, Issachar is a strong donkey lying down between the sheepfolds when he saw that it it was a good resting place and that the land was pleasant. He bowed his shoulder to bear burdens and became a slave of forced labor. Wow. I mean, honestly, so this whole point is that that land then is given back. It becomes their inheritance. So I love everything about that. The tribe of Issachar, understanding the times and, and, and seasons, some of the characteristics of this month, it's, a, it's natural healing manifest, dealing with processing thoughts, dealing with the conscience of the soul, and receiving spiritual advice. This is a time to contemplate numbers, whether they come by a dream, vision, or divine revelation. So we'll tap into that here just for a moment. So let me paint you a picture. Nisan was the month we're coming out of. This yes. was the month of Passover, the month of redemption, the month of celebrating the resurrection. And so if you know the history of the of the Bible, when God led them out of Nisan, he led them on a journey to Mount Sinai, which is where they experienced Pentecost. It's actually called, a lot of Hebraic thought, this transitional time that we're in right now is the school of covenant. Oh my All right? Because here's what God did. He taught them three things on the journey. You can read Reread it. It's all in Exodus. He taught them, number one, who God is as far as a healer. He introduced himself as Jehovah Rapha, the God who heals. So this is the first revelation God gave them when, he, when they came out of Egypt, is I'm a God who heals. That's right. Second revelation, it says, manna came. Who's that? Jehovah Jireh. I am your provider. 
third and final revelation he gave him in this process, Moses on the mountain, it said as long as his hands were lifted up, they won the victory. He taught Moses how the, what, about the power of intercession and Jehovah Nissi, the Lord who fights our battles right. for us. And so in this time of covenant transition, it's time to allow the Holy Spirit to speak to you specifically in the areas of health and healing, to give you it's, it, uh, the Holy Spirit so personal. He gives each of us our personal revelation, our personal strategy, how to become healthier, how to tap into new resources and, and veins of, trend, of of revenue and, and strategies for resources, but also how to fight the battles that, that, that are coming this year. This is the month God lays out all those strategies for us. Well, and, and last month we were speaking into that, and so this is what we've been doing. We've been decreeing and declaring and framing each month with our words of what it is that we're expecting God to do in our lives. And we already have seen him do so much. We know that he's just waiting and ready to keep moving on our behalf. And God does do supernatural miracles, right, in the in the realm of uh, healing, in the realm of provision. But also, God gives us biblical concepts and strategies uh, that actually we heal ourselves. Many people talk about, you know, God's covenant law in Leviticus, how he said, don't eat this and eat that and don't eat this. And in reality, this wasn't just a heap of rules. This was God trying to teach people how to live a healthy lifestyle. Uh, Beverly's actually just experienced a uh, intense time of renewal in her spiritual health and vitality. And it was just a matter of the Lord speaking to her just to Tweak some, uh, tweak some dietary eating habits and saw drastic change. Well, it's been really, for me, a, a real season. And I think we've talked about this, uh, especially uh, over the, the past, uh, about rest and just learning to war from our rest. And so for us, I think because we just run so hard, uh, and it's not that we don't necessarily pay attention to our health. It's just there's not enough time really in the day to do everything that we would like to do. And I just did one little reset. I had some issues with ulcers, and uh, it was ongoing and chronic and just could not get free of it. And so I just shifted my diet and really went more uh, intermittent fasting and protein, and it's really proven to be very beneficial. And uh, the Lord has given me a very specific anointing to recognize when others are struggling with this. And so I've had the opportunity to share this piece of information, and others are seeing really good results. And of course, you have to do what's right for your body and how you uh, are functioning. But for me, it was the right choice. I guess we should make the disclaimer, we're not medical practitioners, well, right? We can't give medical advice. But at this... <laughs> this is an ongoing thing in our household because Kent diagnoses everybody. So he, he says, he, he does preface it with, I'm not a doctor, but... He will diagnose you. But what the, but and he's the, usually accurate. This is the point. The strategy of this intermediate fasting, though, is a spiritual principle. It is. And so, uh, you know, I encourage you, seek the Holy Spirit during this month. Ask the Holy Spirit, what would be my um, strategy for fasting this year? Yeah. And this is that month that God would... So it, He'll it, give you a, he'll a creative get, way to do he, it. He could be like, on this day, for this amount of time, let the Holy Spirit lead you. He wants to do that. But the purpose is to bring you health and healing. I talked with somebody recently who said it felt like the Holy Spirit was instructing them. There's 30 days in the month. They were going to begin each month with three days of some form or fashion, like a tithe yes. of fasting. But this intermediate fasting, they say, I've done some studies as Bev was 
been in this journey. And uh, of course, I'm just curious in general. And, you know, a lot of the folks in the Eastern world, Eastern culture, they really believe in intermediate fasting and they believe your body has the ability to actually heal itself. And so we are just this month saying, Lord Jesus, through strategy, through miracle, through dietary change, just speak to your people because we know you are Jehovah Rapha, the God who heals us, and you want us to be well in Jesus' name. Well, and I, I think that our transition month is it's a good month to be fluid in a lot of ways. Kent and I, for years, <clears throat> have dedicatedly tried to have a very specific prayer time. And I learned years ago that I, I may not be able to go into a prayer closet and spend an hour or so with the Lord. And so I've, I've incorporated my prayer time into my just walking around living everyday life. And the same thing with exercising. Um, there are so many different exercises now that you can do that that really keep you straight, strong, keep your strength up and cardiovascular movement, everything going, just a little bit of walking, a little on the treadmill. One of the best exercises that I've seen that you taught me is the simplest thing in the world. You just lie flat on your back and put your feet up on the wall and lie there for about 10 minutes and let your organs reset. Let your blood flow to your heart. It's exactly one of the easiest things you could ever do, but it's so beneficial. And so I've just been applying that more to my life and understanding that it, it is a time of transition. And I think that we are supposed to pray without ceasing. And I think that that's really more of a lifestyle choice for all of us. And, you know, Kent wakes up worshiping and singing. We we had a lady at our house this morning, and I don't think she was expecting Kent to bolt out of the shower, screaming at the top of his lungs. She about jumped out of her chair. But <laughs> it's okay. I should have forewarned her. But this is his sacrifice of praise and prayer. And so I just want to encourage you, just open yourselves up and just talk to the Lord just like you're hearing the sound of our voice, because I think that's really, he's very responsive and he never fails to answer. It's just the truth. He's always speaking. Well, he's wanting to release this advice, this strategy to us in these areas, specifically this month. Uh, I would encourage you to reread the story of the journey between Exodus and uh, uh, Sinai. This is the 50 days, you know, uh, that Beverly does this very well that, that would count the Omer. Omer. Mm-hmm. And this is uh, it's a Hebraic concept of of counting for harvest, uh, 50 days of counting the Omer. There's apps. Uh, Bev is much more dialed into that. Uh, uh, it's just a little breakdown. The significance of counting the 49 days is after leaving Egypt, uh, the Jewish people spent the next 49 days in the desert preparing themselves spiritually for the most monumental experience of all time, the giving of the Torah to Moses. And so this period um, is just an ongoing, it just defines us and and really takes all limitations uh, off of our expectations during this season. And the devotionals are fantastic, and they're linked to these great teachings that are just pure and sound wisdom. I mean, there, it's just such practical application. So you may want to download that app. I think it would be a real blessing. Counting the Omer. How do you spell Omer? O-M-E-R. O-M-O-M-E-R. Counting the Omer. And there again, these times and seasons. So they leave They leave at Passover. They're 49 days in the wilderness until Pentecost. Pen, Pente means 50. Yes. That'll be coming up. We'll be celebrating Pentecost. This 49-day, 50-day period is the time. Isn't it interesting that God prepared them for Pentecost. We, unfortunately, in the Western mentality, the Western church, think that's only about the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Yes, that is absolutely right and powerful, but actually Shavuot, 
the pouring, the outpouring of the Holy Spirit was also God's instruction. He gave Torah. He gave them their instructions. He did. And so we know that was the f- first time they gave Torah to Israel. But every year, God brings Torah to us. Torah. He brings us a new yes. revelation. So this is that time and season where we step into health, healing, but then provision. So yes, God can give us financial miracles, which he does, and we've experienced that. But then there again, God can teach you biblically how to align your resources with his kingdom. Matthew six thirty three: seek the kingdom of God first and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. So this is the time to seek God for your financial strategy. Lord, how am I supposed to move you this season? We've get, we've got a teaching available on the Taruma, how to manage your money the way God described biblically to manage your money. This is that month. They'll get that in order. Get your tithe. Get your first fruits. Get your Taruma. Get your offerings to the poor. Go ahead and get it planned out. Beverly and I call it automate the important. Plan out your year. This is our goals. This is how many we want to help. This is how we want to live financially. And God will bless that as you get that strategy this month. Last but not least, warfare, the intercessory part of it. And this is what really Beverly's gift is this power of intercession. This is the transition, this 50 days during Passover and Pentecost that God gives us our war strategies for the future. He does. Well, here it for us, this is the great thing about the calendar. And I'm sitting here looking at this because I really do love this, uh, His Appointed Times by Christine Vales. It goes right along with our transformation book. And just knowing what's coming up in the month, you can begin to prepare and look ahead. Now, if you are... Uh, Uh, ruler organizer and you have everything on your calendar already, then that's wonderful. If you've got everything broken down, we have to live by a calendar uh, or we just, there are some appointments we'd never make, but this is really broken down for you every single month. And it not only breaks it down for you, it tells you how to war. It tells you what scriptures to go to. It tells you how to stand on the word of God. It tells you how to approach the enemy. And it also tells you when to remain silent and when God is moving it just prepares you in every way possible. And that has been of huge benefit because uh, I think that there are so many revelations that man has that just have not aligned with these appointed times of God. I mean, we could go right along with Easter and Christmas and all of the different things and what was actually happening during those times. Because, you know, in pagan worship, there were a lot of things happening that most people never take into consideration. And so we've learned quite a bit as we've embraced the appointed times of God. This month is uh, the month of Ziv. It's often called Iyar or the month of Ziv, which means radiance. And so this month is commonly referred to as the month of natural healing. And it's an acronym actually for I am God, your healer. So the nutshell of this month is the acronym I am God, your healer healer. Isn't that powerful? Yes, it is. And so we're excited to share this. Bev mentioned calendar. There's a, if you have an iPhone and I'm not sure about Android, I'm not an Android user, but on your um, uh, iPhone, you can actually uh, click on your calendar and it will give you the uh, Hebraic date yes. alongside with your uh, right your your uh, Gregorian date, mm-hmm. and so that way you can, can you can keep up with these dates and know when the times are about to change. And so our mandate is to simply help you continue to align with uh, each and every month, step into the blessings. And so this is the month of Iyar. It's the month of connection. It's the time to go to Covenant School, learn from God Himself by the Holy Spirit how He wants to heal you. 
how he wants to provide for you and how he wants to protect you and show you war strategies so that you can overcome the enemy by the blood of the lamb and the word of your testimony. It's the month of radiance. We're literally, we are radiant by the power of the Holy Spirit as we're in this transition to Pentecost or Shavuot. Well, and you know, we were talking about healing and just the different things about intermittent fasting, but this is so amazing because it says right here, it is the month to partake of God's superfoods, his word and his spirit. And that's found in Psalm 78, 19. I love that. Partake of his superfoods. (laughs) That's so cool. Well, we're excited that we're entering into this month. So here's what we, we, we suggest you do. Take this information that we've shared with you today. Pause. Have, have a meal. This is very important. There's power in the meal. Gather around your kitchen table with your family. Invite some neighbors. We are very uh, uh, convicted about houses of light, points of light. These portals that are open during this 24-hour period can actually be in your home, in your coffee shop, wherever you're gathered together. Gather with a group. Pause a minute. Celebrate the fact that, hey, we're in a brand new a portal for God to pour out His Spirit and then begin to activate healing, provision, and deliverance through the power of God's Word. This is that time. Ask, seek, and knock, and the door shall be opened. So Beverly and I simply bless you in this month. We bless you in the month of ER. We bless you as you're transitioning. We bless you as you're stepping into a new new season, a new time. We bless your health. We bless your resources, and we bless your spiritual life to know what enemies are coming against you and how to defeat them by the grace of God through the revelation knowledge of the Holy Spirit. And we say, yes, be filled with radiance this month and know that you will shine bright by the power of the Holy Spirit in Jesus' name. Amen and amen Amen. and amen. Celebrate. Decree God's word. Apply these principles to your life. Offer God a first fruits offering. You can do that right here at wordalive.org, or you can do that at lifeoffreedom.site. Also, resources there, our alignment book, and many other resources so that you can continue to move forward in your purpose and destiny. As always, thank you so much for watching. Thank you for listening. And we're excited to see how you are aligning with the kingdom of heaven and all these things being added to you in this season. In Jesus' name, be blessed.